I'm just Karen. Welcome to Cheetah Cheetah. In case you're wondering, Cheetah Cheetah means ambition in Bahasa. And we will be interviewing Southeast Asia's finest and most ambitious people at our Red Hill offices, right here in Boat Key, Singapore. This week we have Raj Sundar, founder and CEO of WuTag. We asked him to tell us a little bit about himself and the future of interactive video. Hi Raj, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and your story so far? Sure, thank you. Thanks for um, having me here. About myself, um, it's uh, it's a every started as an engineer building games when everyone was building uh, mainframe programs in TCS, Infosys, and a bunch of other companies. Um, I couldn't get a job there because uh, I wasn't proper in handling interviews. I know. <laughs> so uh, Different skill set. <laughs> it's not different skill sets. It's just that uh, I went to a TCS interview. They asked me to define science. I gave them a blank sheet of paper saying I can't define science in a single sheet of paper. So they said, <laughs> okay, thanks. So... Uh, but again, um, that was my first five-year gig. I was building stuff. Then the next five years, building products, and then the five, next five years, move towards building business in terms of from a corporate side. So in this three, three, three stint, um, again, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I don't know how to be one. I have no clue on okay. funding. I have no clue on marketing and stuff like that. So it's just a movie, which. Uh, which made me more uncomfortable in life. Mm. Just wanted to get that piece of sunglasses when I was watching that movie. So that turned the life literally north to South Pole of that experience. Can you tell us a little bit about this story? Because it's a very interesting story that gave you your epiphany into your big idea. No, it's nothing. It was just, uh, you know, when I was to be a corporate, it was a pretty easy life. And um, you can easily watch a movie a day. And uh, sometimes you watch the same movie multiple times, so that's the situation. <laughs> good then, life. Uh, it's a good life, exactly. You know, I land up fucking it up quite a bit. So, yeah. anyways, uh, I was watching the movie and I bumped into a <coughs> aviator glasses, and I said, I always wanted this, and why I don't have one? Then, um, then I got to pause that movie. I went onto my Google search and I like, you know, movie name plus glasses type plus. The location where I was in, and they were like almost like 70 80 million search results, or like boom, 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 boom. And that's where I was like, and I, I, I stopped watching the movie, I stopped Google search results. I was just figuring out, like, this is where humans are, right? Yeah. We, we don't necessarily focus on anything. Our brains has the habit of jumping from one tree to another tree, yeah. That's the origin of us, right? And uh, why not? A human eyes which is picking things yeah. and the mind processing it without you noticing is there a way that pairing of eyes mind and a finger can be wired mm. electronically is the basis of that thought <coughs> that thought I just felt that it could die in the next one week or so because everyone has a habit of creating ideas right? yeah. ideas super cheap but that one week, actually, I just couldn't do anything. You know, I was like, uh, you know, there's something happens in your life, you just feel like you're stuck there. And the earth has stopped. Just that feeling. And then I started putting in some hack together and uh, building stuff. 
and then um, every day like after four till ten I was coding I was building something playing with it but I wasn't working so I was just like literally doing whatever I should not be doing but that's where I just felt that like 2014 early just mm. like you know I had to pick one track of what I want to do it then I said you know what let's just even figure out a name for it yeah, so what is the name of this company that you founded? Where did so, that come from? So it's Utag is yeah. the name. Um, to give credit, it's not, I didn't pick that name, my wife picked it. Okay, congratulations so, uh, to her. Yeah, he, he, he was from day one, more than me, she was super excited with that idea. Mm -hmm. So, and he was trying to figure out a name, he came with some random names. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the name is like a tag tube and then I went and search. It's like a porn site over there. I was like, you get interesting search traffic. Yeah, exactly. If I would have landed up doing that, I would have made more money, right? <laughs> Buy everything online. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we, we couldn't get one and then we dozed off around like 145 or 2. She just woke me up and saying, how about who tag? I was like, wow, you know, who is an English word which, which impress yes. or excites someone? Yes. Tag. That time Facebook and YouTube were so closely using it, the things where you can add a name as a tag, a social connection as a tag. So we just felt that it's 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 it adds up pretty well, and uh, it's super short. Mm. And then um, you know, two fifteen, we are on GoDaddy and um, figuring out is was this available? You know what? It was available. Go to tag.com. Nice. And we bought it. We. Yeah, that's that's how uh, it was like two four thirty. We just felt that it's to go and then um, then yeah the, the time came in where I was I need to decide I got to quit my corporate job just paying me pretty well being an expat in a foreign country which is mm. like life is at best you can take like two vacations or three vacations in a year you know it's just, it's just good it's just everything like you have all stars lined up in your life to get settled and I literally forgot everything and to say that you know I I checked with her and she was like, yeah, give it a try. And um, I just said that, okay, you know what? Just a matter of six months, you know, really, really news that fundraising, everything is gone. I said, ah, it's going to be a walk in the park. So, um, and I just said that, okay, let me, let me do it. Um, six months and just took it out a paycheck. That's cool. But at the end of six months, things should be good mm. and nice. So that's how it all started. Which was uh, June first, twenty fourteen, where I called it quits from my current job. And then that time the job was like so nice. These guys were extremely good. Why didn't you just do your stuff half part time, and we still you work for us part time. We still pay you. Oh wow! I mean, same money. Yeah. Right. Great. I just felt that you know, either I do it fully or yeah. like uh, don't do it at all. There's no point in keeping it. Um, you know. Two different places so just it's just i think i think i don't know why if i were to do it again i don't know i would do it or not but that time um that the idea was so much powerful that uh, it just felt that you know you don't want to die without just doing didn't it. Try it but i think it's amazing that i mean in, in so many tech stories or people who are entrepreneurs um the fact that you actually had this eureka moment watching Top Gun and wanting a pair of sunglasses. I mean, I find I found that story very relatable. I watch um, movies or programs or sometimes even adverts, and it's a battle of my will against Google search as to who's going to, you know, find out what this item or this food thing was. And I think it's an it's amazing um, 
it's an amazing concept that you have. So how does it actually work? Which brands have you worked with trialing this shop feature that you've developed? Yeah, you know, the, the, the challenge was, is, you know, building that actual product, right? Mm. So even before we started selling, you know, to me is like I, I built a first version, which is like an Instagram version for App Store, oh, wow. where people can download it as an app and kids can use it to take a video of their friends and then able to tag like this is the food I'm eating and stuff like that. But that app was us, when I go and speak to 13 year old kids, the excitement level was like this. But when I go and speak, when I spoke to a brand manager just to get a sense of like, am I shooting the dark? The excitement level was this. Mm. That's, that's when I picked a cue. I got to decide whether I want to be a, an interactive version of Instagram or Snapchat. Yeah. Or Utag needs to be a, a brand or a marketing mm. platform, or can it be both? All right. So that was a that was a pivotal movement. But I spent money and efforts in building that app, which mm. was there on the App Store. And we got like thousand app installs. So, um, but then. Um, you know, it was it was a it was a decision where we said that okay, you know what? <coughs> if you got to do that, mm. you need millions of users. Yeah. You got to do marketing platform. You need people paying for it. But you got to dump what you have built so far. If you got to do both, you can. You need money. You need more people. Mm. So that's the time we kind of I personally decided saying okay, you know what? Dump what you have done so far. Let's just backpack and go and build the product is the marketing platform mm. then when we build that to a stage is a basic version mm. and figuring out how to sell these is a full service agency is a PR agency I zero knowledge literally mm. but I have the product right and I don't have access to marketing managers <coughs> because I've always been a product tech background yes I don't have access to those guys so that's where I need to figure out how should I sell this to, first of all, who should I sell this to, right? So uh, that moment I was, I was learning, teaching myself that how marketing, how agencies, how advertisement <coughs> works. Then I bumped into it, I felt that the creative agencies might appreciate what I'm doing and I reached out to a creative agency. They really appreciate it, it's nice stuff. And we, we got a new brand which we signed up and we want to impress them. I said, use my platform to impress them. Because you're new to them, use this. So they felt that it's a, it's a nice way to do that. And the brand got excited. Said, you know what, you're not gonna spend money, you're just gonna test it for free. I said, you know what, doesn't matter. Just go, just put it on your Facebook page. That's all I need from you guys. They did that. Then I just felt that, okay, you know what, the, the product is visible on a Facebook page. You took some screenshots, recorded some videos. Then I went to, uh, I spoke to the creator, like, if you want to spend money to promote it, can you do it? He said, no, I can't. That's a media agency supposed to do it. Oh, okay. So you're not a media agency. No, I'm not a media agency. Then who are they? That's those guys. Okay. Do you have any friends there? He said, I know a friend there. <laughs> so you uh, built your network one step at a time. I went and met them. Hey, here's a video of your brand that you're managing, but you're not aware of. He said, yes, I'm not aware of. So this is what it is. Said, wow. Uh, and then I asked him, like, you know, they did it already, but if, if you want to have another brand, you can try it out and uh, I'll give it to you. He said, okay, let me, let me just go and uh, speak to them. And then another brand came in and says, okay, we try it. I told them, you know, 
why don't you just use it and give it a try? I can't pay for it. I said, okay, guess, give it a try. Then I took that. Then I reached out to, then I asked him, like, do you know like a brand whom you deal with? They said, I know a brand. Uh, so can you just give me their contact? And then that's why I reached out to understood there's a brand manager existing in a brand. Their product team, their <coughs> client <laughs> services partnership team. Exactly. A bunch of other stuff. Then I reached out to them and they said, they came back, wow, this is interesting. Um, we would love to use it. We can take a three-month license. I said, bingo, what's the price? Huh, I never thought about the price. <laughs> so um, I need to quote them tomorrow. Then I, I just went back to them and saying, you know what, this is the price. He said, great, let's do it. The price was at, at my one of my developer's salary per month. Wow. That was my price. The product. I said, you know what? If I'm gonna sell it, I can pay my developer three months salary in advance. So <coughs> I didn't put any logics behind it. So but that gave an acceptance mm. that someone can pay for it. And that's how a creative agency to a media agency to a brand manager. Then that logic, I started yes. replicating it in single market. Yeah. It worked. Then I learned individual agencies, yeah. group agencies, brand managers, planners. Yeah. Then I started, you know, like a plotting and reaching out to individuals and then say, hey, go give it a try. And then we build that scale for like six countries. I still feel it's, it's a long way to go, but. It's good so far. I think it's pretty exciting considering so much of content is consumed in the digital space and brands want to engage more and more with people and yet consumers are kind of, or people are saying, yeah, I don't really like ads, but if you have this ability to allow that you know, two-way interaction in what you call proper content, you can have a video with your product in, it, in a really lovely story and still be able to sell through. I think that's, it's an amazing idea. It's definitely, you know, the main reason why we we doing good, we need to do great at it, is is not about understanding what the brand wants. Mm -hmm. It's all about understanding what the users want. Yes. Right, and we facilitate the connection within that video in real time. So it's, it's purely that aspect. Like, how do you hold the phone? How do you consume your video? What's the duration of the video? What type of products makes more relevant? And these are the things from a product tech perspective, which we working pretty hard at it, which through which we can able to drive higher performance. So I just have a question around um, how um, WuTag actually works compared to something perhaps like YouTube Shop, because that allowed people to click on things. What is what is the offering of WuTag that's different to YouTube I think, Shop? I think there, there are four, four main differences. Yeah. Uh, the first difference is, again, like I said, it's, it's purely what users want is to is to get a time where they can understand what you're what you're giving them. You know that's what Wutag does. It's it's all about enabling the touch within that video mm. and then converting that touch into a discovery layer within mm. that video without even going outside. And if that discovery layer can help the viewer to say I need it, you go for it. If you don't need it, you just close it and continue watching your video. So that's the huge difference between YouTube where you see a kind of a post-it within your video, you tap and you yeah. go outside. Uh, it neither <coughs> adds value to the video nor to the viewer because sometimes it could be an accidental clicks yeah, which takes you outside. 
yeah. right? So these are the things which we try and build that discovery experience right within mm -hmm. that video. Let the viewer decide whether they want to go forward or they want to get back watching the video. And it's completely immersive and a non-intrusive experience. It doesn't put a post-it on your video or it doesn't forcefully stop it. So it gives you an option whether you wanted to tap, mm, yes, I see. discover, and engage. So that's the model we follow when we engage with the viewers. That's the biggest difference. And then another difference is having that tap, discover, engage experience available on any screen, any okay. medium, <coughs> is a, the biggest value creation which we are doing because you don't want that experience available only on a specific publisher or a platform. You really yeah. want that experience being spread everywhere. Like that's a that's a second important block. And then the third is data. Like that's the huge thing where we have an advantage of telling brands what happens within the video mm. in comparison to what happened outside. When I say outside, how many people liked it, how many people commented on it, how many people shared it. Yes. That's what I call this as an outside the video experience. Where Wuta comes in is a huge in-depth data of what happens inside the video. Like imagine you have a <coughs> three different type of lipsticks, and we as a platform and a technology can tell the brand which color of the lipstick your viewers like the most. That gives you a cue on your detail experience. Oh, store experience. It's very, very exciting. So what do you think the future holds for WuTag or the immersive video watching experience? Would AR and VR and virtual reality, are you excited about that and the integration within your company? Yeah, uh, the, the, the way we see uh, uh, WuTag experience is uh, that the vision is to drive human touch within videos. Okay. And that touch could be on uh, any screen, on any medium, and any touch points. And one of the touch points, some of the touch points are like a mobile, tablets, computers. And there are other touch points, smart TVs, VR, glasses. So that's where we will go. We see those as touch points, and uh, which perfectly aligns with our vision. That's exactly, but definitely uh, enabling the touch experience on VR is, is one of our roadmap. The, the question is the timing, Excellent. right? So when VR can have a mass adoption, mm. that's the time. You don't want to build a technology just because you know you want to follow the trend of VR. VR. You want to build something where people like to engage with it. And when that's great, definitely, but right now, you know, we have just started, so it's a long way to go. <laughs> so what what does the future hold for you at WuTag and um, where do you think the company's going in the future? Well, I think we, we just, uh, personally I spent uh, three and a half years, mm -hmm. I just felt that I just started right now. So um, the mission is huge, uh, we really want to drive a billion plus touches within that video. And what we have done so far is 15 million. So um, I think, uh, and that 15 million, we did it in one year. So which means a billion is possible. We just need to work towards it. So that's the mission which we are working towards. And that mission, we can achieve that in uh, 
one year, two years, three years for sure. And, uh, <coughs> and to achieve that mission, that's why we kind of closed in our funding recently. That's, congratulations, that's very, very exciting news. Definitely is, and uh, it's, funding is great. Um, I'm glad that we're going to scale it further. And it's definitely not for survival. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming in. I wish you all the best, and I can't wait to uh, shop whilst I watch videos and wear Please. what everyone's watching. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you very thank much. You. Okay, bye-bye. And that brings us to the finale of this week's episode. Thank you so much, Raj, for joining us this evening. You can find this episode and others on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on our website, cheetahcheetah.asia. That's C-I-T-A-C-I-T-A dot Asia. Until next time, goodbye.